Hi, everybody. I'm Eve, compulsive overeater and bulimic. Hi, everybody. I love all the waving. Um, so thank you, Nancy, so much for asking me to speak. I didn't even really know there was this um, relapse meeting. This is an awesome idea. Um, and as you can guess, because I'm here, I have experienced relapse. Um, so um, I guess I'll just talk about what it, what, ha what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now, and focus also on, on the relapse um, and after the relapse, too. Um, so um, I died in my way up over the years. I was, um, I always say we, because my sister and I were very close in age and very close. So we were never skinny kids, but we were, I, and we were never fat kids. But back in the 60s when I was growing up, most, and I don't know what it's like now, but kids, most kids were skinny. So the fact that we weren't skinny kind of, I always thought I was fat. And I was taller than everybody, like a head taller throughout until probably the ninth grade when everybody finally caught up with me. And um, when you're a head taller than everybody, you're bigger, you know, because it's like I was like a year ahead growth wise. Or, um, and so I always felt really big and enormous just as a kid. And I went on my first diet at 14. I was probably five, seven by then. I'm five, nine now. And um, I went on my first diet and gained it all back at the end of the week, Got, you know, lost five pounds and gained it all five pounds back and, um, and sort of things just, and I, and like I said, I just kind of dieted my way up to um, my average weight. I guess back then I was probably around 140 ish. Um, which for five seven is probably not horrible. And um, when uh, and eventually in my twenties, I was probably I I was I was probably one forty five one fifty, and then eventually at some point I was up to like one eighty or one ninety. And again, that was dieting my way up. You know, it's like I want to lose. I used to think I wanted to be one hundred and ten pounds because I used to. I was like five nine. You know, I'm tall, and I was like I'd read Vogue. I love. I still, honestly, I do still love Vogue. Um, but I, you know, and you'd read about the blurb about the models, then they were like, you know, Janelle is five foot eleven and a half, and she weighs one hundred and three pounds. And I go, oh my god, I am so huge. I got to go on a diet. So this went on for years. Um, somewhere in my early 20s, I discovered laxatives. I'm a laxative bulimic, and I um, I started taking laxatives. My favorite was uh, chocolate flavored X-lax, and I would take a lot of it. And um, the way my disease manifested was I would go on a diet um, and strict diets, you know, like an egg for breakfast, you know, two eggs for lunch, you know, and maybe a cracker, and then some something you know, slightly more food for dinner, but not much more. And, and, um, and then once I start losing weight, I would start taking, um, taking the laxatives excessively, you know, of course, it starts out moderately, but eventually, you know, I don't know, I think the most I ever took in one sitting was probably 10, which is a lot, <laughs> believe me. And, and so I would, I would lose whatever weight, I would get really depressed. I mean, there's a whole my whole, my world was just very, it was just very focused on what, how much I weighed and what size I was wearing and everything. So this went on um, for a long time. <laughs> I, I met my first husband uh, and we got married when I was 26. And when I was 27 or 28, I was really in the throes of the disease. And he was an alcoholic. He's a really good guy, but alcoholic. And 
we'd go home, get home from work and he would he would cook dinner. He likes to cook. I don't cook. I'm not a very good cook and I don't like it. So he would cook and he loved cooking. So he'd make these wonderful dinners in the middle of the week, you know, fettuccine alfredo or whatever, you know, that would, and he'd be drinking scotch while he's cooking and I would be eating boxes of cereal. And he would go, oh, you're going to start eating the cereal and then you're not going to have room for the dinner. I go, no, 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 I'm going to have room. And I would, I promised him that I, I wouldn't eat the whole box, but I would leave, you know, like a handful in <laughs> the bottom of the box. I, I, I didn't eat it. And then I'd have to like, and now I'm full because I've eaten, you know, so much cereal and milk. And then I would have to try to gag down more food. And of course I did because, you know, compulsive overeater, why not? Anyway, so this went on um, and I got really, really depressed and I went to a therapist and I, I stopped the uh, purging and I stopped the dieting because the dieting was, I knew the dieting was the reason I would purge. I was not binge and purge, I was diet and purge. And then in between, I would, you know, kind of, kind of live my life in a semi-normal way, but slowly start gaining the weight back that I'd lost through the dieting purging. Anyway, this would go on and on. So um, I divorced my first husband, still in therapy, and um, I don't know, at one point I decided, I, I am just kind of fast forwarding, because this was just like, you know, life of quiet desperation for years. And um, in my late 30s, I met somebody that I used to work with, and she had gone to OA. I didn't even know OA existed. I knew about AA, um, but I didn't know about OA. And, um, but at the time that I was introduced to OA, I was, um, how's my time? Okay. I was, um, uh, uh, I had just finished a diet. It was like Christmas time and there's a holiday party and we're our office, our San Francisco office was going to go down to LA and she's taking me to these meetings. And I just thought I was so cute because I just finished my diet and I had the cute outfit, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but she planted the seed. So um, anyway, so it didn't take that time, but I knew about it now. And um, things keep, you know, things staying diet, you know, finish the diet, go back and forth. I'm in the same horrible roller coaster routine of my life. And um, by this time I was single, I divorced my first husband. And um, I remember at one point, I was at a job and I had, and I can't remember if I had just um, finished a diet or I was just about to start a diet. Um, but I think I had just finished a diet. I bought, I remember I bought these two suits and they were exactly the same, which I didn't normally do, but I got one like in plum and one in magenta, a dark, deep magenta. It was beautiful. And they were so cute. They were like a sale at Macy's or something. And I was like, these suits are so adorable. I just thought, I, well, you know, it's always for me. It's like, oh, it has not that you could guess by this outfit, but you know, it's like, oh, I think I look so cute in my outfit. And then all of a sudden, I, I remember sitting in my cube at work going, oh my God, in six months, they're not going to fit. Neither of these beautiful suits that I just bought, that I'm sitting here at my desk thinking I look so cute, they're not going to fit in six months. I'm going to have to buy new clothes because they're going to be too small. And it was, you know, it was just like, I thought, I'm going I'm to try OA. So I called my sister, asked her if she'd go with me. And she said she would. So we went to, there's a, uh, 
don't know if it's still there, but there's a Berkeley meeting. I lived in, I lived in Oakland at the time. I worked in the city. And um, so I went to this Wednesday night Berkeley meeting. They had a newcomer meeting. And I remember at my first meeting, I said, um, they said at the end, you know, if you're a newcomer, you want to share. And I didn't really know what to say. And I spent the whole meeting trying to figure out how I would call myself. Like, I'm Eve and I'm compulsive overeater. Because I was listening to how other people said I'm a compulsive overeater and bulimic. I'm a compulsive eater and bulimic. And this whole thing in my head, how am I going to identify myself? So I just remember I raised my hand in the newcomer portion and said, you know, Eve, compulsive overeater and bulimic. And I don't have anything to say, but I I think if I, I know I belong here and I have to open my mouth or I, I'm afraid I won't come back. And everybody goes, welcome eve keep coming back and i was like i remember thinking they want me to come back this is so great and i just remember thinking you know and it's so funny because when we say it i was worried that the newcomers are going to go oh it's just such a road thing but i remember just feeling like oh they want me to stay this is so great so so i can't i was coming i came to meetings for i don't remember a month or two a couple months got a sponsor but it wasn't really the right sponsor for me i was kind of I, I was kind of afraid to ask somebody that I really wanted to be my sponsor. I, I guess I, I think looking back, I didn't know this at the time, but looking back, I think I probably didn't feel I deserved a good sponsor. And so I asked somebody who I didn't really, you know, she seemed like a really sweet, wonderful person. Don't get me wrong, but it was just not the right sponsor for me. So anyway, it didn't work out and I wasn't really um, working the steps. I thought reading the chapter meant working the steps. And so, um, I decided I didn't want to come back. So I called my sponsor and I said, you know, I'm not going to come back. She's okay. Well, you're always welcome, blah, blah, blah. I told my therapist, you know, I'm not going back to OA anymore. And she goes, oh, how come? And I go, those people, you know, they're so concerned about food. And she was just like, in a kind way, well, you're kind of concerned about food too, Eve, but that's all right. Whatever you need to do. So, so I didn't, um, I did, I, I stayed away for a few months, but then things just got so much worse. I mean, and now I felt like there might be some solution for me. So after, I can't remember exactly, but um, I came back on the 18th of July, which is actually coming up. And that's what I, I don't count abstinent days, this is part of my relapse, but I count July 18th as my OA birthday, um, because that's the day that I came in and stayed. And it was a week, my, my actual, my belly button birthday is the 25th. So it's, um, it's like a, the week before my, so it was the week before I turned 39 when I came in. I'm now 62, almost 63, very depressing. Anyway, um, but so, so I, I came in, I got a, I got a real good sponsor, which um, God put in my way, this woman. I, I was very intimidated by her. She was younger than me, very pretty and really good good abstinence and worked at a strong program and I used to run into her everywhere it turns out she was she lived in my neighborhood which I didn't know but she was like um I would see her at the um you know oh I'm almost out of time let me go let me talk about the relapse forget that so I was I was mostly abstinent for a long time I used to count days and I'd have slips and I'd always start counting over and counting over and counting over but I was I lost like over 50 pounds in the first year nice and slow and kept it off for like I don't know five plus years and then I had a relapse and I don't know why I I can't know maybe God knows I don't know um I do remember that prior to the relapse if it was right after uh, 9-11 um, that my relapse started and I remember somebody I remember people going 
you guys are all San Francisco people, so, but some of the people in the East Bay, they'd go, you work in those high rises in the city? Oh my God, are you worried about a plane flying into the building? I'm like, yeah, I'm not, okay, I'm not worried about that. And, um, and I remember thinking, God, the thing that scares me isn't a plane flying into the building. The thing that scares me most would be having a relapse and gaining back all my weight. Um, and that's exactly what happened. It started slow and it picked up speed like a, you know, a snowball coming down a hill. I gained, you know, uh, probably the 50 pounds that I had previously uh, shed and gained 60 plus because I stopped weighing. At, uh, when I got to like 190 or 191, I just stopped weighing. Um, and I was miserably depressed. It was horrible. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we all have been in relapse, presumably, if you're sitting in this room and you know, it is just, it's the fucking worst. Um, and I just kept coming back to meetings. And I would go to meetings and my best friend was in program and she still is. And she, she would go, Eve, wait for me. Talk to me after the meeting. I'd go, oh, God. She, you know, somebody wants to talk to me. I was just so, I was just angry and miserable and depressed and um yeah and, and but i just kept coming back and i don't know how i came out of the the relapse i mean i know that i got antidepressants for a while that helped of course and um at one point i had this therapist who said uh, i want you to start dating and i was like i go i'm too fat i can't date and she goes trust me, fat people date all the time. You could date and you're not that fat. And I was just, cause I maybe lost a little weight, but not much. She made me, she like, she made me do it. She made me start dating. So I went online and started online dating and she was right. I wasn't too fat to date. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. And I started dating and just kind of living my life. And, um, and what happened I mean, I just sort of started, I went into the relapse really kind of fast, like hit a wall and went down the hill, but coming out was very slow and I don't even know what I was doing. I mean, I was going to meetings, I was working the steps, I had a sponsor, I did everything that I was doing, but um, I wasn't, I, I, that was kind of, I think that's when I stopped counting days um, and I don't count absent days. Somebody said to me just the other day, he go a friend of mine and he was like oh well that's just part of your abstinence is that you don't count days and i loved it i never heard that before and and it's like i don't count abstinent days i mean i'm either in recovery or i'm in a relapse that's how i view my recovery um and when i met my second husband who i was madly in love with um even though it ended poorly <laughs> you never can't tell about these things but um i was like um I remember thinking, I'm really glad that I'm, because I was still heavy. I was probably, I don't know, 30, 60, yeah, probably 30 pounds more than I am now. So I probably lost about half what I was going to, you know, what I eventually lost. But but I remember thinking, oh, I'm glad I don't have to, like, live up to being skinny for him, right? And he actually didn't like me thinner. He liked me a little, not not heavy, but, you know, a little, little bit more meat on my bones, so to speak. But, um, but it was just... Um, I guess what I want to say about relapse for me, and I think about it all the time, is that the fear of relapse was almost a thing that I was afraid to face. Um, and then when it finally happened, 
and I was in it, it was, it was as bad as I thought it would be. I mean, it's not like, oh, it wasn't so bad. No, it was fucking, excuse my swearing, but it was fucking miserable. It was horrible. It was, and I remember in the summertime wearing like yoga pants and I used to wear shorts um, and, and when I was thinner and now I have to wear like long tops and cover up and it was just like, I hate, I hate my life. I hate, I was mad at God, everything. And then coming back, I was just, for me, I was able to sort of let, um, just have an easier, softer approach to my abstinence. Not an easier, softer way, and it's actually harder because I have to be more aware, and for me, that's really hard. I, I'm a, a denial person. I, I'm always in. I'm, I'm always having to slap my, you know, Eve, wake up. This is ridiculous. It's and it's harder. Um, and I guess, um, I guess I want to say just realizing that the worst thing that could happen to me happened to me, and I survived it. Um, was in retrospect it feels like a gift I don't know if it was it feels like that to me like the just having that willingness uh, well it wasn't willingness I mean I was hit in the face with it I didn't have a choice I didn't choose it and I wasn't willing I, it just happened so um, I think that's all I can't think of anything else I'm sorry I was kind of disjointed I asked God to, to tell me to, to have my share make sense for hopefully somebody heard something. So anyway, thank you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Eve.